0: Um. Oh.
1: New to Sadhana sign healing. Is this somebody, anybody's first time? Oh, quite a few. Okay, and but has everybody practiced yoga here or someplace? Okay. The only principle that we can recognize or acknowledge that may be useful is that we can heal people or anything really simply by choosing to come into a healing relation with that person or thing or group whatever and what makes that possible is that we have the capacity in our human consciousness, to be able to project an intention. And simply, we use our intention to heal. We form some intention that's a healing intention. And how that happens is that we stabilize in our consciousness, in our awareness, what we call, or what Yogi Bhajan called, the projective meditative mind. Usually I just call it the meditative mind. And when we do that, then our intention becomes effective. It can manifest in our 3D world, or even not in our 3D world. So that's mostly what we practice, stabilizing the meditative mind, and practicing how we can... um, use our intention in a way that will be effective in healing. And there are many steps that we can take to produce this position in our awareness. Mostly we meditate. It's not something that we're likely to stumble upon without doing some things that involve the discipline of meditation. But maybe you will, and maybe you don't have to meditate so much as maybe someone else has to meditate to be able to feel how it is working. And how is it that you feel that it is working? Everything happens inside you. You feel everything inside you. We can recognize that we really can't feel anything outside of ourselves we have that limitation as far as our perceptive field goes. However, we can become aware of how we are being affected by something simply by intending to relate with that. You relate with the other, and then something in you happens. And you can find the other there, or wherever in your Receptive field. The meditative mind also is used somewhat interchangeably with the term shunya. Has anybody heard the term shunya? It's a kind of common term. in in yogic practices, particularly kundalini yoga, and especially people who have been students of yogi Bhajan, Shunya is very prominent, but it is also the base requirement for healing in this tradition. When something is limited in some way, producing some kind of a condition that happens, over and over and over again, or persists, the way that we remedy that is to bring it together with shunya. And that's what the healer does. The healer allows whatever is being held in some way, or limited in some way, to the limitless expanse of one's awareness in shunya. Which is just essentially, no limits, and no resistance to infinite expansion within you. Non-inter- non-interruption of the flow of your experience, the flow of your consciousness. It's not that your mind is blank or really empty. Empty really means that it flows uninterrupted and that it's in its natural state. That you're perceiving without resisting. That you're experiencing without resisting. And it's not that we have to stop thinking, but actually it's good that we stop thinking in the way that we normally are thinking. Because thinking is putting something on top of your experience. It's like, okay, let me take this and see if I can understand this. And right away you've separated from that experience. Because you're trying to put it in other terms. Because the thought processes, as we've been taught and that we've learned, require that we do it that way. We separate, we extract experience. And refer to something else. What we're doing here, and when we exist in a state of shunya, we're not separate from anything else. We're not separate from our experience and we don't need to refer to anything outside of that experience. You could also call it a non-dualistic experience because that process of thinking that we're so used to, that analytical process, is inherently dualistic. It separates before it can function. What we would rather do is not separate and function within the experience. And that's what the healer does, essentially. The healer goes to that infinite expanse within the healer, goes to the sacred, and then brings that back to the mundane doesn't impose anything, but allows what is separate to begin to dissolve and be not separate. So that everyone in some way will be elevated in a way that produces a somewhat non-dualistic experience. Particularly in the way that they are limited in the conditions that are limiting their health and their function and whatever it is that you want to improve and uh, promote within you. So, what we'll do is we will um, begin with a a meditation that I consider to be probably, I don't know if it's just me, but (laughs) it's probably the best meditation Or intuition. Now, I didn't even mention intuition. But intuition is what what happens when you begin to stabilize the meditative mind in you. You start to know things that maybe you cannot know in other ways. And it's not that the mind isn't involved but actually the intuition informs your intellect in a way that may be mysterious but suddenly you know something because it isn't a flow of information it's a resonance within you of something that you already know it's like when you hear a teacher speaking who's a, if they're a really good teacher you, you, you will probably have that experience I know that, or this is true and you know it's true or you know it's real, because it's resonating in some way with something you already know. And your intuition there is at work. And the, int- the intuitive intellect is what gives you the recognition of that. So, this is a good meditation for... Um, For intuition and opening the third eye. And I didn't mention the third eye, but that is, <laughs> <laughs> that is more or less considered to be the seat of your intuition. But what is the third eye? That's not something you have to define because your third eye really is just your experience of the third eye. And functioning in the third eye. That is the third eye. It happens to be one of the chakras, but all of the chakras, you could say, are fictitious because they are just descriptions of something that is happening. If you want to describe something that's happening, already you're extracting that and abstracting that, and that's not what it is anymore. So, we're going to do something real, we're going to do this meditation, which... uh, will descriptively open the third eye and give us intuition. And you will have an experience of that. Okay, what we're going to do in this meditation, we're going to put our hands like this. The elbows will be at the ribs, just comfortably. Hands are more or less facing you your face. We'll close the eyes down nine-tenths, looking at the tip of the nose. And what we'll do beyond that, then, is to imagine that looking at the tip of the nose, we can move our eyes back to the back of the skull. And we're still going to look at the tip of the nose but through eyes that are now back here that will produce some kind of paradox in the mind but it's exactly that pressure that's going to have an effect on the optic nerve on the pineal gland and on your intuition the third eye and that's how a description of how it works so It may not be clear from this, exactly what Yogi Bhajan means by this, because he's gonna narrate this. Um, But does everybody now understand clearly what we're doing? Eyes are back here, you're looking still at your nose, through those eyes. And you'll see that you have the physical sensations of looking at your nose, and you have the imaginary sensation of putting your eyes back there, and that will produce new sensation, that is just a product of doing
2: this, okay? Now, put your eyes on the tip of your nose in a solid state and start looking from the back of your skull as you have a hole through your eyes and your eyeballs are looking in the back. Though they are not, I know that, don't misunderstand me. But always these two eyes, what you see is very nominal, minimal. But when you see with the third eye, that's positive. The first step to find what the third eye is, go in the back of your skull and see from there Are uh, you're seeing from the back of your skull. Absolutely in divinity, you are practicing this. Put some light music like those space out sink calls music. This is the first posture man understood how to pray. This is the prayer posture of the caveman, what you are doing right now. Chest out, chin and spine straight. Eyes on the tip of the nose, whether you see it or not doesn't matter and try to see that you look in the back. long distance. Give yourself a breath of long life. Long breath is a breath which is a long life. Long breath is long life. Just imagine you are in the cave, sun is just rising. So. and experience. Your Glandur system is working at a full range to support your bloodstream. Part of your body will start itching. But if you contain yourself and your energy, then you will be experiencing better. You have to go through this twilight zone Just calmly and quietly and solidly as you can. And same way you have to learn to go through life. Life is a very precious gift. You can't buy it. can shorten it, you can prolong it. Therefore give yourself a long breath of life so you can make your life long. Bigger than your mental horizon. go your restrictive feeling and now try to enter the step zone of I am, I am. I am that infinity, I am that God, I am that creation, I am that creator. I am that purity, I am that piety, I am that excellence. Let the bud of the rose blossom into a flower and fragrance go. Tons of spirits are dancing with you in that expanded consciousness like stars in this space. It will heal your neurological brain cells Your energy will be back to be very young and you will become disease free but just remember you need a long deep breath with it. Put your hands on your chest and press hard, hard as you are going to put the ribcage deep into back to your back, hard, hard as hard as you can, put your employ your entire force. And then please exhale, inhale deep, put your both hands at your navel point and please press hard as hard you can, harder, breathe out, inhale deep, please press your hands against each other, like as you are folding, and press hard, as hard as you can, to seal the energy in you for what you gain today. Tighter, tighter, tighter. Relax.
1: Okay, close your eyes. Take your partner. You can touch your partner in any way that's comfortable for both of you. And then begin to become aware of all of your sensations. Include the physical and mental sensations, everything that's happening in your perceptive field. Don't try to follow or hold anything. And don't reject any part of your experience. Include everything. Regardless whether something feels right or not, or good or uncomfortable, there's no incorrect experience. What we'll do is see if we can remain in the space of that meditation. You can move your eyes in the same position, if you like, to stimulate yourself in the same way, and feel that experience. resist anything that's happening inside you or anything that's changing. Let it flow. Just rest your mind in the space of the third eye, which is what we have opened. You opened that space, that space of awareness. Just let your intention be simply expansion, expansion of the space. Observe everything in your perceptive field from a place of stillness, where everything is allowed to move, except you, from where you're observing. Refer any tendency there is for you to move, any perceptions that want to grab your attention. Any tendency to move, just refer it to that place of stillness. Keep observing from there and stabilizing that vantage. and keep expanding the space of the third eye. destruction or any type of resistance, refer to that place of stillness in you where there's no resistance to expansion. of no resistance is like an infinite sea that can contain everything. pressures or discomforts within you, just refer them to that stillness and the infinite silence in that stillness. silence in your mind and everywhere where it appears in your body let it be there amidst all the perceptions all the events of your perception all the activity in the body and the mind Let the silence be there pervading all of that activity in between all the events of perception. Okay, come to conclusion and switch with your partner. Probably the most important thing is just to feel what you feel inside you. As if everything is happening inside you. Because that's where your perception is. Don't try to feel anything outside of yourself. Don't try to understand the experience. Don't even try to understand anything that I'm saying. Yogi Bhajan used to tell us, I'm not here to teach you anything. The only thing that I'll guarantee is that you Pay your money and you come to class and you'll have an experience. And the experience is your teacher. And that's why we tune in. Because the teacher is inside of us. Okay, close your eyes, take your partner, and become aware of your sensations. See if we can recall the experience of the meditation that we did. To assist, you can place your eyes in the same position. Just feel how everything feels inside you. have to be concerned about doing anything right or correctly there is no incorrect experience sounds inside you, feel your thoughts inside you. form an intention that you will observe all of your perceptions, all of your sensations, physical and mental and otherwise, from silence within you, from a place of stillness, where there's no resistance to expanding that space that we've achieved. The space of the third eye. Only choose to keep expanding that space, that awareness, in silence. Just allow all the movement in your perception, all the activity in the mind. that the silence in you lies between all of these events, within all of these events, with all of these events of your perception. There's nothing to do but contemplate from that vast expanse of silence inside you. Silence can contain everything in your experience. You can change anything in your experience. solve any limitation in your perception. And refer any distractions, any discomforts within you to the silence from which you are observing. Let it get lost in the silence. Nothing can resist silence and emptiness. Okay. Come to conclusion. So, you don't need to believe anything I say. I'm only here to direct or to... Um, help you to direct your attention to certain aspects of your experience and to form simple intentions. Once you find that aspect of shunya, the intention is just to stay there and to hold that position of awareness and to expand it. The more that you can expand it, the more it stabilizes. If you can stabilize that, then nothing can knock you off of that. Which means then that you can contain anything that comes at you. People who are angry. People who direct things at you. It all just goes, you know, into the expanse of your shunya. So, let's do another meditation and we'll reinforce it a little bit. This will also strengthen your resolve or your intention in that. So, put your right index or Jupiter finger over the left. These three back here are open. The thumbs are crossed. And put them up to your face with the thumbs pushing up gently on the nose and your Jupiter fingers gently pressing at the bridge of your nose, the brow point. It's the right index over the left. Now, maybe many of you don't know this mantra, but there's going to be a mantra with this one. And essentially the mantra is, gobinde mukande udhare apare hariyang karyang nirname akame. And we're going to put a couple of haras in there. And the way that we say har is soft. We say it with the tongue towards the back of the upper palate. It's har, har, har. Har. har yeah very soft almost it's not a whisper but it's coming kind of from from the back of the mouth har, har. and then what we're going to say is har har obe har har kan har har udhare har har apare
0: har har haryang har har kharyang
1: har har nirname har har kamai And, as we're doing that, we're going to modify the mudra, slightly. That's going to be... Har Har Gobinde Har Har Mukande Har Har Udhare Har Har Apare Wherever you left off on the last triplet, you go with that same finger. And we're going to end up very nicely so we can go Har Har Gobinde from where we started har har gobinde har har, udale, har okay is that all clear? I mean clear just in the process of what we're doing and as we go hopefully you'll start to catch on to what the mantra is if you don't know it we'll try to keep it clear okay and we'll do it together and Yeah, push up a little bit with the thumbs and against the brow point with the index fingers, Jupiter fingers. (laughs) Har Har Gobinde, Har Har Mukande,
0: Har Har Udhare, Har Har Apare, Har Har Haryang, Har Har Karyang, Har Har Nirame. (safe) Har (laughs) Har (laughs) Akame, (laughs) Har Har Gobinde, Har Har Bhagande, Har Har Udhare, Har Har Apare, Har Har Hariyam, Har Har Kariyam, Har Har Nirname, Har Har Akame, Har Har Gobinde. Har Har Makande, Har Har Udhare, Har Har-har Har Apare, Har Har Haryam, Har Har Kharyam, Har Har Devaname, Har Har Akame, Har Har Gobinde, Har Har Mukande, Har Har Udhare. Har Har Apare
1: Touching those three back fingers, Har Har Govinde, Har Har Mukande, Har Har Udhare, Har Har Apare. Okay, and alternate touching those fingers. Otherwise, the fingers are open. Only the index fingers are. Exhale, inhale, really squeeze, squeeze everything. Consolidate everything to one singular point within you. Exhale, relax. Meditation has a lot of things, but it stimulates the third eye, helps you to see your soul from your third eye, so it directs your um, perception inwards. That's where everything's happening. It also very stimulates your mind a lot. So Don't be too concerned about your mind being very stimulated. That's fine. Just include the mind along with everything else in your field, your your sensory field and your perceptive field. And we don't need to differentiate what appears to be happening in the body or in the mind. Whatever is happening in the body is happening in the mind. And vice versa. It works both ways. In case you're interested that, there's a designation for that, a number for that. That was M043. The first one we did was LA827. And you can find those on my website. The the second one was what? The first one that we did earlier was LA827. This one is M043. Or on the website, is there an explanation of the mantra, like how hold your The Nigerian? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, there's descriptions of everything on those pages. My website is harinam.com. And if you want to be reminded, you can pick up a card and I have the URL on there. Also, I'll send you an email with links, make it easy, so you can't resist. (laughs) Actually, if you start doing some of these things, you really can't resist. It's like you can't stop sometimes. You have to keep doing it. When we practice yoga and meditation, that heals us. That elevates us, right? helps us to be aware and when we practice healing Satana science, it extends that even further and includes everybody else so you can elevate other people, elevate everybody around you when you're really good at it all you have to do is show up <laughs> and then everybody goes, wow, this is great <laughs> and you know, it's not You know, we're all not too far away from that, you know. It's possible. And if you just keep practicing doing these things, especially the meditations, then we'll get there. So, find your partner. And we'll do some more healing exercises. Before you place the hands or anything or No, <laughs> no. Um, there are no just prerequisites it. yeah and you know you don't even have to touch your partner that's optional. Oh. Oh. We only do it because it's just something we've done traditionally in these classes and um, so it's something that makes the patient feel like they're connected to the healer mm-hmm. and vice versa to some degree. Mm-hmm. But if you re- recognize that that's just maya, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, it's, your patient doesn't even have to be there in front of you, because this is a subtle thing. We are using our subtle body across space and time. Even if your patient is here, it's still the subtle body across space and time. And our radiant body, carries our intention and helps us to manifest that, our intention to heal. And all of our bodies assist us to form the appropriate intention as to exactly what needs to happen right now, what we want to intend to heal. Okay, so close your eyes, take your partner. In this space, become aware of your sensations. And recognize silence inside you, and the sensation of giving attention to the silence. Stimulated with that meditation, just continue to observe everything from stillness and from silence in that stillness. Let everything happen, all the activity, everything else moves. That your awareness doesn't move. Your attention doesn't move. your perceptions will be affected just, just by your observing them in this way. Let them change. Don't resist it. Allow what is familiar and allow what is unfamiliar. Resist what you haven't experienced before. Don't resist what perceptions have unrecognizable form. see from our meditative mind, we see with our intuition. Resist the flow of all the new sensations and forms that appear to you. Notice how you can choose where to place your attention. Okay, switch with your partner. (laughs) It's kind of funny how when things settle down, it settles into a completely Unrecognizable. Unknown place. Okay. Take your partner. Search your space. Discover how and where you can choose to place your attention. how placing your attention on some prominent perception begins immediately to alter that perception. Practice seeing with your intuition. Okay, so choose your partner. Close your eyes. Take your partner. Open the space. And now sit. Set a simple intention that you will include your partner in your perceptive field. to research how your perceptions are modified with that proposition notice how that Produces new tendencies in your space. You can place attention on particular perceptions that are new or modified or on the field as a whole as to how it's changed, how it feels relating with your partner in this way. choose to give some attention to any new, some new tendency. And begin to observe how just doing that modifies that tendency. Modifies your perception. That happens when we are and she yeah. Give attention to something in your space that feels like pressure or resistance, whether it's physical, discomfort, pressure, anxiety, or anything. (coughs) Contemplate. What you feel in your space is what you feel in relation with your partner, there's no separation. If you can release some resistance in your space, it is released in your partner. It will have a profound effect. It's easy to find the resistances, it's just perception that's not Shunya. Research the merged field with your partner. And contemplate any resistance. Stage any resistance isn't your resistance, it's resistance of the merged field. And you can refer it to Shunya, just observe it, stay stable. Contemplate what's in the body, contemplate what's in the mind. Mm -hmm. Don't differentiate. Okay, switch with your partner. space, and then just decide to include your partner in your field. Feel how you're affected inside you. perception is altered with that simple intention Perceptions that are unknown or unfamiliar, and just contemplate them from shunya. Just giving some attention to some point of intensity in you, or some resistance, will produce new perception. Try to unravel anything or understand it. Experience directly. contemplate anything new that asks for your attention. pressure in the face. resistances resolve and drift into shunya. Give attention to new ones. just with your intuition. Just set a simple intention to reduce tightness and stiffness in your partner's lower back. And see what that produces in your field. Contemplate the resistances that arise within you, whatever form they take. Set an intention to contemplate any resistance in your partner's root chakra, whatever that is. And let the space of your partner's root chakra expand. the space to expand and allow the flow of earth Feel the gentle expansion. Okay. So choose your partner. So we just. Intuition to suggest what our intention should be and where to direct our attention, how to relate. It's all about how to relate with somebody to heal them. your partner in your perceptive field. Just side that. And then choose to relate with your partner's lower spine and sacrum to relax any stiffness and tension there. That's the intention. Let's see what that produces in you. any resistance that arises to that proposition. Bring it to Shunya. And then modify your intention to include your partner's root root chakra, whatever that is. And then feel how that's affecting you. Using your intention gives space. Give space to the relation with your partner's root chakra. Feel your neutrality. And bring any resistance anywhere in your field to silence. expand your yeah, entire space
3: Okay. Come to conclusion.
1: I would say at this point, let's meditate some more. But the time tells me that we've run out of uh Time for this class. Now, the whole point here is that we establish within ourselves that experience and the sensation of existing in the state of shunya. And then, what happens is that whatever you give your attention to, or whatever intention you project, then Have an impact on whatever it is you're relating with. When anything is resisting that resisting that intention, (laughs) because you're observing from Shunya, it has the the quality of like exploding it in a gentle way, because nothing can resist silence it's like being in a vacuum and whatever that is that's holding it there can't hold it there anymore with enough contemplation you can research the structure of any of this that's happening and you come to know it just from your experience inside you You're not getting information from anywhere. Anything that you perceive and anything that you know really is just a resonance with what you already know. All you have to do is look in that place where you know, and the first place to start is to observe everything from that place of stillness and silence in that stillness. This isn't a belief system. It's, It's just something that we can practice and it works. So, does anybody have questions about anything? We only touched on the possibility that we have chakras. <laughs> we were sitting mostly today in the space of the third eye in that chakra, but we also, in in some way, had some experience of first chakra. And that's nice. Because we can choose where to place our attention, we can also choose where we're coming from. We can be coming from our third eye as we were today, but we could also be coming from our navel just as easily, and see how everything looks from there, from that vantage. And it changes things. It also changes the Leverage that we have or the impact that we have it colors it differently So that we can be more effective in certain ways that The navel can help to accomplish Or the first chakra or any chakra Now uh, Interestingly My teacher will be coming to town next month and he will be giving a an intensive workshop in LA in the Los Feliz area. And I understand that the topic that he's chosen has been healing from chakras. And so this is I think a pretty nice introduction to exploring that. And maybe in future workshops and you know We do that a lot in the workshops that I conduct, but that will be the topic of what his workshop will be about. It's just a very useful thing to do, and it turns out to be very effective in certain ways, in certain applications. So, if you want to um, revisit what we did here today with the meditations and Hopefully, I have the sound recording. Come to my website. You can find it here. The URL's on my card. Also, if you're interested in attending Guru Dev's workshop, who's my teacher, uh, I have a few flyers here, which will tell you when, where. Oh yeah yeah and I'll I'll, I'll send everybody bit an email who was here if you gave her your address and we'll link to all this okay then anything else and then we'll finish
3: so.